Hi, and welcome to the Mouse and More podcast. I'm Chris, and tonight I'm joined by Liza and Tony. Hi, guys. Hey. Hey. So we don't have a topic, and we thought, has that ever stopped us? No, it's not going to. First of all, we talk about Disney all the time. So then we started thinking about things that we were interested in, and we wanted to talk a little bit about those things. And I'm going to start at first with the gondolas. Guys, you've seen the gondolas. Are they really going to hold 10 people? 10? That's what I heard. Oh. It's it's like, is it going to be like 10 Russian supermodels? Because I don't think anyone else is fitting <laughs> in there. It's going to definitely be some swimsuit models that haven't eaten in like, I don't know, <laughs> six months. You know what? Air. It could be fun because like while they're up there, you could throw like a piece of bread at them and then watch the whole thing go crazy. <laughs> you know, they could start fighting they're over the gonna, bread. They're not going to eat it. No, they're not really. No, no. Um, so it, it is very tiny and I'm a little concerned. I, I mean, I'm not like, I'm short, you know, I'm not going to take up that much space, but I just don't understand how they're going to fit all those people. And I was talking to this lady who was a normal, you know, normal person, not like, you know, super tall or anything. And I said, how many people do you think could fit in there? And she's like, Americans. And I said, (laughs) well, yeah, pretty much that's everyone who's here. And she goes, I don't know, maybe six. Yeah, yeah, I think I, six might fit. I think six would even be a little tight. I mean, I would maybe do like yeah. four. I'd be comfortable with four. Um, I just maybe five. Maybe five. Maybe I. I don't know. Well, six if there's some kids. I, I, yeah, they're gonna have to Ooh. butter you up so you can squeeze in there. Well, that'll make sense because you're gonna broil while you're in there. Exactly. Oh man. So I, hope not. I just I cannot wait to try them. I really can't. First of all, it's kind of looks fun, right? I mean, it looks fun. But secondly, I I, I want to be proven wrong, but maybe if it's if it's bad, I'm just going to laugh like crazy. So anyway, then we can complain about it on the show. Has anyone seen how they're going to let people out of there if it malfunctions? Yes, yeah. I saw that. Yeah, I did so. see that with the little platform that comes up. That looks scary. We actually did talk about that on a show because they had the guys rappelling out of it. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that was a little freaky, actually. I have so. never, I have never wanted a ride, uh, not even a ride, but a a conveyance to fail as much as I want one of these gondolas to fail, so I can zip line down something. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, what then- if they charge you for it, Tony? Uh, I'll pay it. (laughs) (laughs) It's like a new attraction. It's like gone on the zip line. They're not that high up. They're like, what, four stories high? It's not really that far down. I mean, you wouldn't want to, you know, fall out or anything. Okay. But whenever I think of Disney gondolas, I think about how the story about Barack Obama when he was like, I don't know, 18 years old and how he and his friends were goofing around in one of the gondolas at Disneyland and they got kicked out of the park. And I always think, you know what? If a future president of America can't stop messing around in a gondola, how am I supposed to behave? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, there's probably, hopefully there's not like big openings up there where you can, I mean, it looks pretty enclosed, but that yeah. still kind of freaks me out because it's like not air conditioned. So it's a passive air cooling system of some sort. I don't know how that's going to work. We still don't really know because we haven't been in there. But I did I hear that they did let people in to test them. What? That's really? What were they regular people or were they cast members? Cast members, not us. Huh. I don't know anyone who has tested them yet. So as soon as I, fu- I, I 
find one, I will grill them. Oh, you know? yeah. Well, yeah, but I mean, they're going to open them pretty soon, I would think. Well, the rumor was that they would open them at the end of August. And, of course, Disney said no end of September. But then the other rumor is that they would open some of the lines at the end of August when Galaxy's Edge opens. We'll see. If that happens and we're there, I mean, we'll see what happens. Yeah. Gosh, I'm so kind of creeped out <laughs> I, by it. Well, yeah, because we're staying at Pop. Mm-hmm. I don't see how you can open it when one of the resorts is not even open yet. That's a valid point. Yeah. Like it's just it's just going to go through the Riviera Resort. Yeah, probably. Well, there's a big. It's quite far from that resort building, by the way. Hmm. Yeah, it's not close. I mean, it's a good like five minute walk, if not ten, depending on you know if you have like the whole family and some lollygaggers with you. Okay. Speaking of the end of August, so Liza and I need to share our galaxy's edge plans with you guys just in case some of you are going to be there so you can come we decided to set up a, a facebook group called um galaxy's edge Campout, something like that and we have a few people on there and we're planning on camping out in the parking lot the night before it opens which is <laughs> august 29th and in fact liza and i have a room for the 28th which i'm going to drop because we're not going to need it because we're going to be sleeping in the parking lot. So I'm bringing deodorant. I, I know, right? Well, and I always, so I have a tradition. Whenever something amazing happens on property, whether it's like an anniversary of something or something new opens, I always like to get a new outfit and it has to be a special outfit. But I don't think I'm going to take care of my kids and do my job all day long, then hop on a plane here in Atlanta, arrive in Orlando at midnight and then drive to Hollywood studios and look all that fresh. So basically I'm just going to look like garbage for the hmm. opening. I think. Unless we change the car, which believe me, I've done many times. Oh so. yeah. We can totally do that. I'm going to, you know, we'll definitely have to stop somewhere and get some snacks and some waters. And... <laughs> the snacks are, the snacks are featuring high in your uh, description of this evening. I don't, this is like the third time you've brought I got to bring up today. the snacks. I need <laughs> snacks. I haven't brought up the pee bottle yet. I'm just joking. I'll cut that out. <laughs> 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 you can leave it uh, that know. is a concern. Okay, so we meet at the airport <laughs> at midnight. And by the time we get to property, the rumor is that they're going to open up the parking lot at 245. We can get there by 245, right? But, you know, maybe. When are and they then opening for- up the park? I don't know, six o'clock, but I bet they open it sooner. Oh man! Yeah, That'd so we're really cool. not going to get. We'll we'll sleep later in the day. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I I will, I will say a prayer for you guys because I will not be joining you. The, I know. Uh, the only thing I'm camping out for involves getting free chicken for a year. <laughs> Wait a minute! Where's that What's at? going on? If if they they're going to be opening up a new Chick Fil A over by me pretty soon, so you know the first hundred guests. Uh, Are you who kidding? Camp out, no, you get free chicken for a year. Now, what limitations are placed on the free chicken? First of all, uh, it is a preloaded gift card with the um, uh, essentially it's fifty two Chick Fil A chicken sandwiches. Huh? Are you going to do it? Theory, you could like treat your whole family because you with four sandwiches. You could do it like 12 times or whatever. Or I could eat 52 Chick-fil-A chicken sandwiches. Now, Tony, you know you have to share. Yeah, especially since Cheryl listens to this. So I would. That That is if I can find gainful employment uh, uh, 
it, well, I won't do it if I should find a new job prior to yeah. the Chick-fil-A opening. Uh, but if I'm still, uh, you know, unemployed, uh, I will uh, I will try to do it. When is it opening? Uh, I don't know. Okay. Soon. And, and the chicken sandwiches. Okay, so, like, can you get any chicken sandwich? Or is there a stipulation uh, on sandwiches? I like, believe no it spicy is the, chicken. I believe it is the original Chick-fil-A oh. sandwich. Uh, Why is it I like the spicy chicken with buffalo sauce? Yeah, it's true. And I like extra pickles. And she doesn't like pickles, so it works out great because I could have her pickles. Yeah. I like totally pickles. Noted. I love pickles. I just feel they conflict with the spiciness and the buffalo sauce. I just need the extra tang from the pickle. Yeah. I mean, I, I actually am a huge pickle fan, but I just don't think they belong on that particular sandwich. All right. Okay. So how far in advance? Because, like, we're just looking at a, like, 2 o'clock in the morning commitment for our camp out. How yeah. far in advance do you think you have to camp out at Chick-fil-A? If it's a Monday opening, I would say Friday night you need to uh, prepare. Are you Are kidding you me? A little like a little tent and a you tent, know. a sleeping bag, a chair. I've seen people okay. do this, Chris, at our Chick Fil A, and I didn't know why, but now I know. I had I haven't seen them do it at ours, and it was kind of a big deal because we live way out in the sticks. So when we got at Chick Fil A, we were very excited. Hmm. So, okay, so I I think that's actually kind of awesome um but when you think about it a chick-fil-a sandwich is like what four dollars so really you're looking at about 210 dollars dang you I'm, know i'm just doing it for the glory it is for the glory well and that's the thing people kept it so i put it on facebook i was like hey you know this is what we're gonna do and like my friends were like and jason was one of them you know jason jason was like hey you can stay with me in reg we have a pool and a hot tub and we were like no you don't understand we want to stay there because we want the glory we want to be there with the people you yeah, know, we're one of you, <laughs> one of you. I mean, I, I got in for a pass holder preview. I'm going on the 19th, but it's, it's just not the same, you know, like I really want to, uh, I don't know. I just want to camp out and be the first ones in and, you know, see what it's like. We, camping we're... out, camping out, asphalt driveway, August, humidity, 94%, um, <laughs> sleeping in a car. God, you're going to smell like an intergalactic traveler. But it won't we be are. so bad at night. Yeah, no, it'll be fine. We're going to roll down the windows. Hopefully nobody will murder us. We're from the south. It's different. We're used to this weather. This is nothing. It's good for your skin. <laughs> it is good for your skin. Um, yeah, it'll be like it'll be like a sp- we should bring those facial masks. I'm Oh, I got a bunch of them. Okay, that's what we'll do. So we'll be sitting there with masks on. <laughs> drinking, oh, yeah. you know, like lemon water. It's going to be our spa night, Tony. That would be good. <laughs> be great put some spa socks on with some moisturizer yeah okay i know what to pack now yeah (laughs) (laughs) all right okay well that's what our plans are so my point is if you are around come say hi to us me and liza we are going to be going live it'll be pretty late at night so probably no one will see it and uh, (laughs) we'll let you guys know how everything goes and if you don't hear from us, we did get murdered just <laughs> in the parking lot. So the parking lot, uh, parking yeah. lot strangler got us. <laughs> I hate nerds. <laughs> I know. They're weird. This podcast masks. is in memory of Liza and Chris. God rest their souls. Died wearing a sheet mask. <laughs> Some spots. <laughs> 
<laughs> they didn't know who we were. They couldn't identify our bodies until they peeled that sheet mask off. <laughs> oh, they look great. Her <laughs> skin's glowing, but I mean, they're not breathing, so so bad. Okay. Oh, goodness. Okay. All right. Let's, what else do we want to talk about? We've already, you know, talked about our plans and let everyone know where we'll be in case the murder is among the listeners. I don't, I think most of our listeners are law abiding people. I haven't met anyone who's really crazy yet. No, so. we have great listeners. We do. Um, no, I was going to ask you guys about your thoughts on Universal's Epic Universe's fourth park. Oh, uh, I'm excited. And it's so far, it seems like it's pretty far away from the other parks. It is. It's a hall. I mean, it's not just across I-4. It's past that new Endless Summer Resort they just put up, which is a very good deal if you're looking to save some money and stay over that way. Um, and it's it's quite a ways. It, but it essentially close. behind the Orlando Convention Center. Yeah. Yes. Quite a which, ways. Which happens to be down Universal Drive. Yeah. Uh, however... I mean, you know, it's it's city streets. Right. And, uh, you know, y- you get that same experience. You know, you're, you're going to have to take a bus if you're going between Universal Properties and this new epic Universe Park. Um, and you get the same experience in Disney. But, you know, Disney owns the land and it's right. it's, it's green space. Property. Yeah. It's you know? green space. And it's as bad as it can get. It's not like that convention center uh, in the morning or at night, mm. it's right. always busy, like rush hour. They've always got um, the biggest convention ever over there. Right. You're you're going to be driving to this new park, and you're going to oh look, there's a Chili's, there's an IHOP, there's yeah. a Denny's. You know, it's 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 just really driving through Orlando, which is not exciting. Um, you know, what yes. If they put in monorail, Tony. Oh God, do you know what the expense would be for that? And or a- gondola right over i gondola yeah there you go <laughs> oh my uh, gosh well i know a monorail costs what is it a million a mile gosh well to That's build it less than i thought let's buy 10 miles oh okay, okay. yeah i got some commissions I, coming in i <laughs> i just i just think it's going to be uh, it's going to be tough um you know if they're putting up resorts and like a little kind of universal city walk as they said there are going to be resorts and stores there it, you know will it will it end up being almost a little self-contained smaller park yeah that's um, a good point you know i just i i don't see it and and you know there was this big announcement oh big announcement coming august 1st big announcement everybody and, knew what it was and everybody <laughs> knew what it was but then what did they give us mm. they gave us a logo they gave, they us, gave us, name. us nothing about the park content you know, rumor has been Nintendo World, um, uh, the classic uh, movie monsters, you know, Dracula, Wolfman, the mummy, uh, we, you know, uh, none of that. You know, you would assume that they're going to they're going to put something Harry Potterish in there uh, because, you know, putting a Harry Potter in each park is going to draw people to each of the different parks. Um, but they gave us nothing. They gave us no timeline. They gave us no content. They gave us a name and a logo. Well, they did say it will build on everything that they've done ever, and it will become the most immersive and innovative theme park that they have ever created. So they're going to try to um, 
blow that beat what they already did in the Diagon Alley, and they're going to try to make the the theme park like that. It's hard to tell. I mean, they made the concept art real vague, but there is fireworks on the concept art. They're going to do a fireworks show, which they desperately need a nighttime show. They do not have anything at Universal that, that is good for a nighttime show. Yeah. And maybe that Harry Potter projection on that castle. Is okay, great. that's phenomenal. Yeah, but that they is only do that to... in the winter time. Well, they they do it different times of the year now. Oh, okay. um, it's not all the time, but yeah, they do it at different times. That is actually really phenomenal. It's probably one of the best nighttime shows I've ever seen. The Christmas one is just why I don't know. they do that all year round though? Uh, pr- I don't know. It's just a I don't know. That's a really yeah. I just I have to tell you that like for having kids who got into Harry Potter t- sort of turned me into a Potterhead. I have to admit. I like, like Harry Potter way more than the Star Wars. Way more. I just I just want to say that um, I expected a little more from the announcement. But if they put more Harry Potter in there, I'll be perfectly happy. I have no issues. There's a rumor that there will be more Harry Potter. But it's a rumor at this point because they don't really yeah. tell you. But they say it, that it's... The it, Fantastic Beasts. Yes, the Fantastic yeah. Beasts. Universal Monsters, like Tony said. Um, yeah. Nintendo, How to Train Your Dragon. Those are all rumors. That that kind of actually did sort of um, you know, spark another idea, which is, which of these IPs do you feel you connect with the most? Star Wars, Marvel, Harry Potter. Um, is there something that you really connect with that you really like seeing when you go into, go into the parks that's so immersive that it makes you feel you're part of this story that you're so you know you're, you really enjoy i'm gonna go with tony first uh star wars marvel and disney i can okay with all of those. now do you think you're gonna have a harder time with the star wars because it's not really based on any kind of movies that you've you know that you're used to no because for me it's a it's a feel yeah um I don't know. I vacillate back and forth because part of me says it's a new area and it's something we've never heard before, you know, never heard or seen before. Like nobody really knows what the Batu is supposed to be like the black, you know, black spire outer rim. Right. Um, on the plus side, no one knows what it's supposed to be like because it's never been described before, you know, so I'm, I'm, I'm hesitant, but I know that, you know, it's supposed to be the star Wars universe. So I know that the feel is there. I, you know, my, as I've said all along, my big thing is I just want to go and have the entire land opened. I don't yeah. want to see it done in piecemeal. Yeah. I feel like, um, too. you know, and I, I'd love to get Marvel properties into, into Disney. I just, I'm a little too old for the Harry Potter stuff. Like I've seen the movies, but I was not into the books. Um, both of my kids have read the, the books, but I, I never got into it. Um, you know, I didn't think I got into it either. And then. So when my when my younger one read the books, I was like, "Oh, okay, it's cute," and I loved going, to, especially Diagon Alley. I thought this is just the best theming I've ever seen. But then when my daughter got into it, and I finally watched the movies and talked to her about it, that's when I got into it. And the characters are so, like, my biggest complaint about Star Wars is I love Star Wars, but the character development, especially in the last two most recent movies, is so poor like we know ray she's been in two movies we really don't know anything about her and and for me i need to connect with someone and i don't connect with her in the least whereas with 
Harry Potter, I I know everything oh, yeah. about these characters. And it's the same with Marvel. I know everything about all of those characters. So I kind of feel like Star Wars I love and and you're right about the land. It's it's going to be you and Mark and Adam you guys are going to love it. It is absolutely phenomenal. They did an incredible job. But I don't connect as much as I really thought I did, as as opposed to these other two IPs that I really connect with. So and I love Marvel. See, it's entirely funny. For me, like, I have, I have no problem with Star Wars. You know, first off, character development was never, like, George Lucas's strong point. You know, the yeah. first set of trilogies with Hayden Christensen and, and oh, Jake Lloyd, you know, yeah. horrible. Mm-hmm. Um, this latest set of movies, there's still a lot of unanswered questions. Uh, but because I was a kid, because I was uh, 1977, I was nine when Star Wars came out, you know, it was it, it made an impression on me and it grabbed me. And, you know, looking at the Harry Potter stuff, I was – when did Harry Potter come out? In the the 90s? Late nineties. Uh, you know what? I was yeah. So well, the so books was, came out in the mid nineties. Okay, so I was I was in my late twenties, early thirties during right. the books, and you know it was too old for I was too old for it to have any type of impression, and you know I can walk through Star Wars and and I've gone on a Star Wars cruise and you know you see the guys in their Jedi robes and the cosplayers and. Uh, people that have their own uh, vacuum-formed stormtrooper armor, and it's like mm-hmm. I get those. I get those people, right? Yeah. But I go to Universal and I see kids walking around in wizard robes who all go into Ollivanders to get you know so their their wand can choose them. And I yeah. just kind of look at them and and all of a sudden I'm ogre from Revenge of the Nerds and I'm just like <laughs> nerd. Uh uh-uh. uh <laughs> You know I I just I don't get it. Wow. Um, I didn't see any of the Harry Potter movies when they came out, and I didn't read any of the books. It wasn't my thing. I was like, this looks dumb, whatever. And I'm I'm not into that Star Wars. So I, I've seen every one of those first six movies, the old ones, and then the new remade ones. And then I saw one recent one, I guess, when I was like three years ago, where everybody died. I'm not into the Star Wars movies that much, but I can appreciate what they've done to try to make the land immersive, and I'm really excited to just to ride the ride and to see what's going on over there but with the harry potter i never saw any of the movies when they came out i never read the books but i decided later on in life to watch the harry potter movies and i i just had a movie marathon where i started with the very first one and i just watched every one of them until the last one and it took me a couple of days i think i did a few movies a day or something and i loved them I really did. Yeah. I got really into it. I thought it was great. When I went to the Wizarding World of Harry Potter, I watched the movie. The first time before I went, I rewatched the movies because I wanted to really remember everything that was in there. And I was really surprised at how great the detail of that land was. I, I loved it so much. And I thought that that I, I really connected with that more than... Well, I know probably more than the other lands that are supposed to be immersive, like Pandora. I'd seen that movie. I didn't really care about it. Um, and I guess that's really the most immersive place that we have right now. And I don't know. I haven't seen the Star Wars land, so I'm not exactly sure how immersive it is. But Oh, it's, it's intense. It okay. really is. Okay. Yeah. And then the only other immersive experience that I've had 
honestly, that's been crazy to where I was like, gosh, this is crazy. It's it's just like was Cabana Bay. When you go to Cabana Bay. That's kind of a really interesting point. Yeah. You feel like you're in a time warp. Mm-hmm. It is so intensely immersive into that time frame that I've got to get my mom there because my mom, <laughs> I had to listen to 60s music on the way home and I'm talking early 60s. Like, and I was like, oh my gosh, mom, seriously, she would love that resort. But it's like, you couldn't escape it. You can't escape the 60s. It's so immersive. But it's not in a bad way. I mean, I th- and I think that just gets back to a point that Universal is really good at immersive theming, you know, when they want to be. Now, you walk into Islands of Adventure and you're like, okay, well, basically, I'm, I'm going through the part where all the Marvel stuff is, and it's just a bunch of rides. Yeah. Um, and you're just walking along, and all of a sudden, you go into Hogsmeade, and it's phenomenal. You know, it is just phenomenal. And... uh and it's the same way over in Diagon Alley, even more so, really. And but I mean, otherwise they don't—they're not theming all that much of their parks, right? Mm-mm. But um, yeah, Cabana Bay is amazing. Their hotels, just as an aside, their hotels are phenomenal. No, they great. really are. They are great yeah. hotels. I mean, um, they're beautiful hotels. And it wasn't in a bad way. It's just I was just amazed at how I felt so immersed in that era. Yeah. Well, even over at Portofino, didn't you feel like Portofino was very much like, kind of like with Animal Kingdom, you know, Animal Kingdom feels like it's not part of Disney property. And I felt like that with Portofino. I felt like Portofino was just cut off. Yeah. You know, even though, yeah, it's beautiful. Um, But yeah, I, I have to say you, you guys are going to love Star Wars, even if in your case, Liza, you're not a Star Wars fan, but Tony's gonna love it. I mean, it's gonna be like his boy boyhood dream come true. So or something. I don't know. I don't want to speak for Tony. He might have something. Uh Jar Jar Banks isn't there, is he? Oh thank God. Jar Banks comes out and hugs everyone. <laughs> He's a really long, uncomfortable hug until you beg him to stop. Yeah. And then you realize he needs an Altoid. Yes, exactly. Of course he does. He's Jar Jar Binks. It's not like he has great hygiene, you know. <laughs> So uh, that was annoying. Do they have a Yoda meet and greet? No, of course not. Yoda's not there. I thought Yoda could just like warp back anytime he wanted because nobody's dead, like there's right? There's a force ghost? No, yeah, not like really. there's a force ghost, and you get like a couple force ghost situations going on, and then you can They come need back. a haunted mansion with all the force ghosts. Oh my gosh, a force ghost mansion. <laughs> That'd be great, actually. <laughs> Force ghost. Oh, that's that's what I want to say. I want to become the dude from Revenge of the Nerds. Like nerds. nerds. Force ghost. <laughs> yeah, it's funny, you know. Like I can remember being in my twenties, and and if I had met a guy who was that hardcore into these sort of things, I'd be like, oh yeah, no, because I did have a boyfriend. He was very adorable. Who played Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> Cute. Um, yeah, no, it was terrible. I was so like, oh my God, what am I going to do with this guy? Oh my gosh. I dated um, a guy that played Magic the Gathering in his French garage. It's like Dungeons and Dragons. It's just like with these oh. games. And I would be like, what are you guys doing? Why don't you get up and do something productive? <laughs> <laughs> That's too funny. Playing cards. All righty. Okay. What else do we want to talk about? Well, what what do we think that uh, this announcement will do for the you know theme park war between Universal and Disney? 
I don't think it's going to do anything because I feel like Disney is doing their own thing without a lot of regard for Universal. But Universal never does their own thing without a lot of regard for what Disney is doing. Yep. And about a year ago, um, some of my agents attended a Universal training and they were told, you know, when Galaxy's Edge opens, we want you to send your clients over here to Universal with a one-day ticket over to Disney to see Galaxy's Edge. So they're they're avoiding the crowds at Universal and they're just doing that one day over at Disney. And I, I said to one of the agents, well, okay, so that's going to be really complicated for you because you're going to send a, sell a one-day ticket with no commission and you better get those fast passes at 30 days out because they're <laughs> not staying up property. And they were like, oh, that's not such a good idea, is it? I'm like, no, it's really not. Mm-mm. So um, I have actually personally seen two clients and it's only two but um, two of my long-term Disney clients who always go to Disney, and one is actually going in a group. They have, like, a huge group of people. Um, they actually are going to Universal this fall instead of Disney. So maybe there's, like, a little trend. I don't know. I can't speak to that. But well, are um, their kids, like, old enough now? Is that what's going on? <laughs> You know, I mean, there's a difference between like last year and this year. So, you know, their kids were old enough last year to go to Disney or to Universal. They've been old enough for years to go oh, to Universal. Okay. Teenagers. Well, maybe they're yeah. just biting the bullet now, and maybe they, maybe the kids so. really want to go. It's 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 hard with Universal because it, they don't have enough for people that aren't into extreme thrill rides or motion simulators. And and Disney has something for people that aren't into yeah. that. And, and they have something for everyone. Yeah, they need to become a little more real, well-rounded, and maybe that's what they're focusing on in this fourth park. Maybe they'll have more more things for younger children to do, more families yeah, stuff to do. They need to. It is a problem. They're losing out on a whole demographic of people with small children because it's hard to convince clients who have small children to bring them there just to sit in a waiting room and do writer swap. Well, that is actually true because there's literally between the two parks right now, there's literally only a handful of things that kids under the age of five can do. Um, and that's not the case at Disney World. So, but um, what do you think, Tony? Do you think it's going to motivate Disney to do something new? You know, in the in the old days, uh, I would, you know, Hollywood Studios was was put up so quickly as a, as a response to the original Universal Studios mm-hmm. uh, and trying to get that opening done before Universal could. But I think these days, you know, U- Universal, as far as Florida goes, is still the the little brother. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and I think that they have made great inroads at becoming a multi-day destination. And this will just, you know, this this will make their park from a three-day visit to maybe a five-day visit with with this new addition. Yeah. Um, so now now you can go down to Universal and spend as much time as you would spend in in Disney World. So it's it's a lot more comparable. Um, but I don't think that Disney is going to jump right out and be like, well, we need a fifth gate. Because um, that's that's not the way they, they play. Uh, I, I just, you know, Disney's still the big dog. They are. Uh, Universal's trying to make some noise. You know, D23 is taking place later this month. I think this announcement was just to get a little bit of the focus back on Universal. And I wouldn't be surprised if they had another press conference after D23 uh, where maybe they give a little more detail on the park. Yeah. Just 
just knowing that, okay, you know what, we could bookend D23 with, oh, park announcement, hey, park description, you know, and then maybe people will forget about Disney, but no one's going to forget about Disney. No. Well, no. But I think you're right, Tony. I think they'll announce one of the lands that they're going to open or one of the sections in their park, and then they'll kind of slowly leak out what's going to be in it. You know, they will as time goes by, but they'll probably pump this out pretty quickly compared to what Disney will do. Right. Now... Disney does know for for anyone who's following D23 news uh, that at their D23 Expo, they have just added a uh, session where Disney's going to make a a discuss a secret project, uh, and no one knows what that is. And of course, now all the big scuttlebutt is that um, everybody, oh, you know, Disney's going to announce their park, but I don't. I don't my personal that. opinion, I don't think it's going to be anything like that. No. Hmm. I does it sound weird? I actually kind of hope they're not announcing another park. I think they have a really nice mix of what they have there right now, and I don't necessarily feel like it needs to happen. Does that make sense? That, that's a lot. That's a lot yeah. of area. I mean, oh man, you need like a week and a half. <laughs> you know, if if they were going to do anything, uh, I could have seen them doing a fifth park, a Star Wars theme park. Right. You know, people. Yeah, people are, that would have been amazing. Pe- people are talking now about, you know, the, and, and the rumor for a couple of years has been like, you know, or, or not even rumor, but every, oh, they need a villains park. They need a villains park. You know, if, if they had done something like open Galaxy's Edge in California and then said, hey, you know what? We're going to open up an entire park of just Star Wars stuff. And Galaxy's Edge is just going to wet your, wet your whistle. Um, you know, but but this new park isn't going to be open until 2023. I think you would have just driven people nuts with an announcement like that. Um, right. But I, but I, you know, anything you do now, I think would kind of be a letdown. Oh, we're going to open up a villains world. Eh. Okay. You know, I still think if if they ever do open up a fifth park, and they're going to have to do something at some point because they keep building hotel rooms, and you know these their their parks have a fixed capacity. So you're letting more and more guests stay on property. Well, those guests are going to be going to your parks. Right. You know, how many more hotels are you going to open? They, they've just opened the, you know, the Grand Destino Tower, the Riviera Resort's That's opening up. They're building, they're building the new resort on the old river country. Um, mm. You know, how, how many more thousands of people are you going to bring to your property? You can't wedge them all into the Magic Kingdom. Right. You know, Hollywood Studios, that 14 acres for Star Wars land, 14 acres isn't really going to hold 20, 30 more thousand people. So eventually they're going to have to do something. But I, I don't think that that time, that time is now or this year. Yeah, I think that uh, I, th- I think you're absolutely right. I don't think it's happening right now. Um, of course, we'll all be watching for D23 and we'll talk about it right away as soon as we can on the show. I don't think there's going to be any big overwhelming yeah, because I don't know what kind of out. fifth park they could even do. Like Star Wars Land, I can see that, but it's like, eh. I, I have to say, I don't see a Star Wars Land. I I think that the kind of lackluster, I don't even know if I would I call it lackluster. That. I think people have overestimated the interest of, I think mm. a small land for Star Wars is fine. I think an entire park is too much. They could do Steamboat Willie Park. It's all in black and white. Yes, it'd be great. That would be crazy. Old black yeah. and white cartoons. Or they could do like 
lesser known Disney movies. The Bedknobs. Bedknobs. Oh, Bedknobs and Br- the, the Angela Lansbury part. <laughs> 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 ah, you're she something. Like, <laughs> do you do you know? I don't know why, but Angela Lansbury <laughs> is the most punchable face. Oh my gosh, Angela Lansbury and Dick Van Dyke Land. I mean, <laughs> you would just love that, Chris. Be I know, for some reason, both of them annoy me. I don't know why, <laughs> but her in particular, because she just seems like if she were your neighbor, she would be really smug. She'd be like, "I noticed that your mailbox needs painting." <laughs> when I was flying you know, over it with my old jalopy, I just, looked down and. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, it could be like Pete's dragon could be there too, because that Helen Reddy man, I can't deal. Yeah, no, she's the worst. I am woman, hear me. Roar. <laughs> that's bad. Oh, Lord, that song is terrible, and I say that as a as a feminist. That's right. Um, okay, all right. Let's talk about something else here. I want to talk about a trend that has started. It started out cute. But now it is 100% on my nerve, and it's Instagrammable food that tastes bad. What? So, yes, food that you want to Instagram. Like, you see all these cute little 22-year-old girls in the park with their bright pink whatever it is, food, or whatever is. It's Instagrammable. You want to take a picture of it. It looks adorable. It makes a great picture. But it tastes like garbage. Okay. And Disney has gotten into this trend to the extent that every every time you turn around, there's a new donut with, like, 75 billion sprinkles on it. Or, you know, like I opened up a cupcake and like sprinkles come out and a seagull flew out of it. I mean, it was ridiculous. <laughs> There's, they're like going over the top with this food. And the most recent one is the, uh, it's a Dole Whip, but it's red and then it's got like red soda in it. It's for the redhead, right? Oh my gosh. Okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah. So... They're like because they want the food to aesthetically look good, but they're not thinking about the way it's going to be tasted. Uh, that is correct. Okay, so like the cupcake that is pretty, but then you cut it open and there's like all these gizmos that fly out of it. There's stuff in my cupcake. I I thought I was going to get like a nice creamy filling and I opened it up and it was all this garbage sprinkles. And it wasn't even like normal looking sprinkles. It was like, I don't know, like some factory in China sprinkles. There was all kinds of crazy stuff going on. I, I didn't like it. The cupcake itself was pretty good, but I had to eat around the possibly radioactive sprinkles. Yeah, I saw that. That's... It's all really over the top. It's no longer, you know, it's it's got to be something you can put a picture of on Facebook, which I get. And it kind of started last year. They had the um, purple wall drink. Oh, it was a purple. Oh, yes. The purple wall slushie you could go stand in, Yeah, so you could go stand in front of the purple wall with your smoothie. I'm over Instagrammable food. If it doesn't taste good, I don't want it. Yeah, I'm going to so. take that one step further. I'm over Instagrammable food. I'm over Instagrammable locations. <laughs> that, that purple wall. Yeah. And I'm over, I'm over, I don't know if you're aware of this, but I'm over dance parties. Yeah. I'm looking at it right now, and you're right. I'm over it, too. I don't the like mermaid that. mermaid cupcake with the big mermaid tail sticking out, the Peter Pan float. I don't care what anyone says. The Peter Pan float wasn't good. Well, what about all those insane uh, shakes that they have with like a whole cake yes. sticking out of it? 
I know, I know. They have a cake, they have a donut, they've got a small car, and, and a shake. <laughs> yeah. You know what? It's, it's, shake? it's like I was talking about earlier with, with Star Wars and making a connection. The generation of kids and young people that are into Instagram, like, glom onto this. Yeah. And it's it's just not our generation. You know what we need well, to do? True. We need to bring back the pager and the payphone. <laughs> Let's just Listen, bring back the is, pager and the payphone. This is the Magic Kingdom. You kids get off my hub. <laughs> you know? Page well, me when you're ready. Some of the trends that have started have been good. Like the hub grass. The hub grass is the best thing ever. And when someone ha- <laughs> someone did a location for the hub grass on Instagram, I thought, I love this person. I don't know who they are, but they appreciate it. They they see me, you know, mm-hmm. and my hub grass. But when you're starting to give me, you know, and I feel like because, you know, we're making a living on selling Disney, right? I mean, Disney is our, our favorite thing to sell. Um, sorry, Universal, we love you too. But, you know, I feel like when I go in the parks now, I've got to go buy this crappy shake and I've got to take a picture of it and put it on Instagram because if I don't, then I'm not keeping up with whatever I'm supposed to be keeping up with. And it never tastes good. And I, I tend not to do it if I'm not there with the kids because the kids will have a couple bites of it. But even my kids are like, nah, it just tastes like sugar. You know, you be you stay true to yourself. I know. Right. Don't do it because everyone else is. And if you have to post a pink cupcake picture, you post a pink cupcake. I did post that pink cupcake cupcake picture. I did. So right now at a cut, it's a Marvel donut. It's like a, um, a spider man donut, which, okay. It's a cronut. So they've even taken it Uh. even one step faster. Or further, even. Yeah, no. No thanks. Well, they had um, this, like, donut stick at one time with, like, purple frosting all over it. Mm-hmm. And, like, it just looked so disgusting to me. Even on Instagram. And, yeah. Or the, the whatever that bird was that had the, like, the sour patch thing in the front of it. Hey, like, hey. Hey, hey, cone. Hey, hey. I, the hey, hey thing. And it didn't actually look that good in person because I almost bought one, but I saw someone walk by with it. And that was, and you know why I almost bought it? Um, but anyway, yeah. I uh, saw someone walk by and I was like, no. You know so. what, what is good, though, and Instagrammable is anything at the ganachery. Oh, that's absolutely true. Yeah, don't get me started on that place. Yeah. Oh, I do want to get some of that Chinese cotton candy that looks like flowers, though. Oh, my gosh. Where's that at? In China. I know, but w- are they doing it now? Yeah. I didn't see it when I was there. Oh, wait. I think it was just during, like, flowering garden maybe they'll bring it back for food and wine dude okay because if there's there when we're there i would like to go by and but there's no way i could eat like a third of that again see we're falling we're falling for the trend of instagrammable food it's beautiful though yeah oh it is it's gorgeous that'll make an exception for it and plus it probably tastes good because cotton candy is good you just end up throwing half of it out yeah you can't eat all of it it doesn't stay good so there you go okay yeah so okay so instagrammable food get off my lawn that's i think the the final thought on that one okay well i think that's enough grumbling for tonight don't you guys think yeah. Yes. Yeah. All right. I, for one, I am actually hungry. I would eat one of those funny looking donuts right now. <laughs> but 
We're going to close out the show. I want to thank you guys for listening. As always, I want to thank Tony and Liza for staying up late on a Saturday night. Woohoo! Yay! If you like us, you can find us on Facebook. We have a private group. We talk about all things Disney and travel in general. And we're on Twitter, Instagram, and of course, Facebook. Facebook. Thank you. <laughs> it's really late. <laughs> Almost midnight. But anyway, um, if you're planning a trip, we'd love to help you plan the trip. Our services are free. Ask for the agent of your dreams or of your nightmares in the case of Tony. <laughs> and we're at MainStreetAndMoreTravel.com. We have a little... Hey, um, <laughs> I resemble that remark. I know, right? No, actually, you're very good. Um, we're at MainStreetAndMoreTravel.com and we'll help you out. Have a good night, everybody. Bye. Good night. The Mouth and More Podcast. It's all you want and more. A fun internet broadcast. Prepare for Disney galore. The Mouth and More Podcast. It's all you want and more. A fun internet broadcast. Prepare for Disney galore. First is Chris, she's snarky and loves cats There's also Rachel, she has all the facts And then Liza, her inappropriate words And Adam in the bathroom sneaking dessert And good old Tony never wears a shirt Bridget is practical, she's always sure And last is her husband, his name is Mark He never gets to do what he wants in the park The Mouse and More Podcast It's all you want and more A fun internet broadcast Prepare for Disney galore The Mouse and More Podcast It's all you want and more A fun internet broadcast Disney Galore The Mouse and More Podcast It's all you want and more A fun internet broadcast Prepare for Disney Galore